Hello, hello, everybody. All right, so we're just gonna go ahead and we're gonna dive right into this. This one doesn't have to be long and drug out. We're gonna get right into the nitty gritty of this next phase in the leadership triangle, right? So if those of you guys who are listening to this backwards, go back to episodes and start from the beginning or else this is not gonna make any sense. Uh, so go back to the absence of trust leadership series episode, then go to the artificial harmony fear of conflict one, and then you can go ahead and listen to this one. So I will give you a second to pause this and go listen to those. All right. <laughs> now that all of you guys who listen to the other two are here and present and available for learning, we're just going to get right into it. This one doesn't have to be long because I think once I start talking about it, you guys are totally going to get it. You're going to understand. It's going to click and you're going to go do great things with it. So before we dive right in, I'm going to take a big swig of water. <laughs> I'm going to choke on it. Oh my God. Oh, heavens, we are real up in here at the Decoded Project podcast. No, we don't edit things out. I say we. There's no we, guys. It's me. Okay. <sighs> Saying we just makes me feel better, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> oh, heavens, maybe one day there will be a we and I'll have somebody do some cool stuff, the podcast and make it sound cool and professional. But until then, it's just this is what it is. It's real and raw. Okay, so we are going to dive right into it. We've talked about the absence of trust and invulnerability. The next phase is a fear of conflict, which leads to artificial harmony, right? We talked about how to combat that. The next one is lack of commitment and ambiguity, right? Some people are like, ambiguity, what? We'll get into that. We'll get into it, okay? Promise. So we're talking about, doesn't matter if you are a solopreneur, it doesn't matter if you are in network marketing, affiliate marketing, if you are in a typical corporate environment, whether you are the CEO, the manager, the lowest man on the totem pole, it doesn't matter. This is relevant to you because again, the first person you have to practice leading is yourself. Okay, me, myself, and I. That is who I first led once I became good at leading that person, me. I became good at leading other people. And so that's what you have to practice. So we talked about abs you know, absence of trust. When teams don't have trust or when people don't have that trust, it's hard for them to have those courageous conversations. It's hard for them to have constructive conflict. If they don't, they, they create a culture and an environment of artificial harmony. When that happens, <clears throat> when people have artificial harmony, they cannot have commitment. And that's where we are today. That's what we are going to tackle today. So when you have an environment that is full of artificial harmony, right? People are either afraid to tackle tension or they just don't because they, they understand that no one's really going to listen or they're too afraid of it right? They're too afraid to have those conversations. So everyone just pretends to get along or they're afraid to, because at the moment that they do, there's that person that's going to attack, right? They go on the defensive and they don't want to deal with it. So they avoid it. When you do that and you create that artificial environment, you have a lack of commitment. That means that people aren't committed to the end result, to the vision or the mission of your team, your business, uh, even themselves. They be they become 
less committed to their own journey, to their own job, right? You have artificial harmony, uh, even at McDonald's, right? If there are people who they have a really crappy boss and they come in, they just bark orders at everybody and, and they're just, they don't care about other people's feelings and, and they, they aren't afraid of conflict. In fact, they seek it out and they attack it. They still create this artificial harmony because people are simply obeying out of fear, Right, there are those people that are rolling their eyes every time Todd walks in the building. I'm sorry if there's a Todd listening to this. You're, I'm sure you're a great person. Okay, Sue, Sarah, Todd, <laughs> they get a bad rap in my podcast. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sure you guys are amazing people. Um, and so then you kind of get a lack of commitment. Okay, now Barbara on the fry later just sits there and she can burn the fries all she wants if she don't care right she'll show up late she don't care okay you get a lack of commitment they stop not only caring about the team goal they actually stop caring about their personal goals if they are part of the team goal and so you have a lack of commitment right if you are on any part of team if you are on any portion of a of a team environment at all okay even even a sports team if they have artificial harmony, none of them actually get along, right? I think of like basketball or football or something, right? They, 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 they all have some tension with each other. They are not going to play well together. They are not going to win championships. In fact, there's a Michael Jack, uh, Michael Jackson, <laughs> Michael Jackson did not play sports. So, uh, Michael Jordan is <laughs> a quote that said, you know, individuals win games, teams win championships. Okay, it's the individual who scores the goals, who scores the baskets, who kicks the field goals, who scores the touchdowns, right? Whatever sport you're into, the individual does that. Okay, the individual pieces that work together do that. But teams win championships. The teams that win championships are the ones that work most seamlessly together because they have bought into the idea of the team, the idea of winning, the idea of the collective over the individual. I'm just going to let that sink in for a second, okay? (laughs) And so you might have one of two things. You might have a bunch of people who are not committed to their own goals, so they are not committed to the team goals. Or you have people who are too focused on their individual goals that they cannot bear or spare a second to think of the team goals. Okay. Right. Those people who are like, well, I can't depend on Barbara because she don't do shit. So I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm going to stay in my own lane. Well, that's great. But how about we work on Barbara and, and figuring out why she's not committed because she might have some artificial harmony going on. Let's figure that out. Maybe she's feeling a little invulnerable and we have some absence of trust and we need to figure that out. Oftentimes we are so quick to blame other people for their lack of commitment, especially on a team when we haven't first dissected how it could possibly be the team's fault or the team's lack of effort or the team's fear of conflict or absence of trust. We are so quick to blame the individual. Well, they're just not committed. They're not driven. They're not this. They're not that. It's easier to do that. And so you have this lack of commitment. So you have no buy-in. 
or or very little buy-in. So if you are part of a team and they are not performing very well and your sales are just crap and people aren't participating, right? They're not coming to the meetings or when they do come to the meetings, everyone's just all kind of like, they're doing their own thing, whatever. I can't whistle. That is a skill I have lost over the years. I don't know how, okay? I don't know how your body just forgets to whistle like, can't do it. Can't. Sorry, guys. I'm gonna. Uh, that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get air. Okay. You're gonna get air out of my lips. And so that is the lack of commitment. That's how you can tell that people are not bought in to their individual goals and or the team goals. And so that needs to be addressed. That's where you are going to lean into the skills you just developed and having that constructive conflict and talking about it. Hey, Barbara, I've noticed you just don't seem to be as committed to the team goal lately. I'm also wondering, are you feeling a bit, you know, frustrated with reaching your own goals? I would love to talk about it a little bit more and see if there's a solution that we could work on together. Oh, now Barbara might be open to talking. Maybe Barbara tells her she wants to quit because she hates this job. That's okay. Because you don't want people who are not committed. You don't want Barbara to stick it out and stick around if she's just going to contribute to the artificial harmony. That's not good for her. It's not good for you. So bye-bye, Barbara. Go be successful somewhere else. This clearly isn't your environment. You're not going to thrive here. That's okay. You don't need to stick people out. You don't need them to stick around in order for it to, it to work out. Even if you have less people, but if the people you have are committed, that's fine. A table only needs four legs to stand on, right? A table doesn't stand because it has 10,000 legs, <laughs> right? So lack of commitment. And then we're going to get to that word ambiguity. You know what ambiguity is? You know what the, the prefix ambi means? The prefix ambi kind of means like middle or both, right? Like an ambivert. There's someone who's, also, who's an extrovert, but also an, an, you know, an introvert. They're people who can't make up their minds. <laughs> they're in the middle. You know, another term for that is wishy-washy. Because they're a little bit of both. They're a little bit of everything. Because they can't pick a side. They're gray. They're lukewarm. And so ambiguity is neither hot nor cold. And that's kind of a dangerous place to be. Because they're not all in, but they're, they're not all out either. They're kind of mostly all out, but they have a toe in on the fence of success where they're like, I'm mostly out and I really don't have any buy-in, but I kind of want the money that comes with, with being on this team. So I'm just going to keep my toe over here. Those are the most dangerous people because they are energy vampires. They are, they suck the life out of your team energy and culture. They are the dead bodies that you drag everywhere. I want you to identify those people. Maybe it's you. In fact, if you don't think it's you, it might be you. <laughs> okay? If you can think of people and automatically go, oh, that's Barbara, that's Todd, that's you. Oh, yeah. But if you're the person who's just like, you automatically jump to blaming, right? Like you're like, well, I mean, yeah, that sounds like me, but I wouldn't be that way if Sarah was a better leader. I wouldn't be that way if so-and-so did this. I wouldn't. If you're the person who automatically jumps to blame, you're the ambiguous person. You are the person who is not committed. So you are in the gray, you are ambiguous, and you are dangerous to team culture. So you need to decide, toot sweet, my friend, which side of the fence you're on. 
business is not a tightrope. It is not a fence. It is not anything that you can walk a line. Success is on one side. And you might not find it where you're at right now. So you need to decide. Stop being wishy-washy. Nobody who has ever been successful at anything in life was wishy-washy, was ambiguous. Okay? Michael Jordan was good at basketball because he was all in with basketball. He wasn't dabbling in football and this and that. Now, granted, after he left, he was like, you know, one whole wonder with golf and all that. But when he was in, he was all in. He lived, he ate, he breathed basketball. He didn't dabble in football and golf and baseball and be like, I'm just going to do all the things because I'm going to half-ass be good at all of them instead of, ooh, hiccup, instead of being really, really good at one. He was not ambiguous. You knew he was all in in basketball. When you think Michael Jordan, boom, you think Bulls, you think basketball. That is it. Tiger Woods, he was not ambiguous, right? He was known for one thing. Golf. Okay? When you have an artist, right, a musician, and they're ambiguous, you're like, wait, are they country? Are they pop? Are they rock? Are they this? Right? They have less fans. Some people think, wow, they have more fans because they have the rock fans, they have the country fans, they have the pop fans. No, they actually have less fans. You know why? Because rock fans hate pop fans, and country fans hate pop fans, and pop fans hate rock fans, <laughs> right? When pop people, people who like pop music, hear rock music, they're like, oh my god, Ugh. Right? So when the artist comes out with a song that sounds more like rock, they're like, oh my god, I still listen to that song. Right? They're ambiguous. When you try to please everybody, you actually please nobody. Get off the damn fence. Pick a side. Okay? It doesn't mean you have to be all or nothing. It doesn't mean it has to be all black and white as far as like your thinking. Right? You can appreciate what one side offers and bring it into your practice and, and use it to help make you more well-rounded. But what it means is choose a side where your effort goes. You can't be half in and half out and expect to get paid all out. If you are half in, you get half pay, friend. If you are half in, you get half respect. If you are half in, you get half recognition. You will never be the most at anything. And this is where so many people fail in entrepreneurship, in network marketing, and even the corporate world is because they want what the top dogs have, but they don't want to put in what the top dogs do. They want to tiptoe. They want to walk the fence. Okay? They, they want to do all the comfy stuff, but not the uncomfy stuff. Okay? But... They want the cushy paychecks that come with it, of course, right? They want to be able to play with their kids and go on date night and sleep in and do this and do that and all these other luxurious things. They don't want to do the things that come with stepping on the other side of the fence and making a choice and committing and doing the do because it means giving up some of those things. It means sacrifice. It means being uncomfortable. That's why people love to live on the fence. If you are listening to this, get off the fence. Choose. 
I'm not even telling you to choose a single side. I'm not telling you to choose this side because it's right. Maybe it's not right for you. Maybe you're too lazy. Maybe you're not committed. Maybe you don't have the vision. Maybe you just want to make quick money. Do not hop on one side. Do not hop on that side of the fence, sister. Okay? Do not hop on the side of the fence where the successful people are going because all you're going to do is you are going to get tired out because they run too fast and too hard for you. You need to hop on the other side of the fence where all the lazy people are. And until you decide to stop being lazy, then you can hop on the other side of the fence. Okay? You're like, oh, Courtney, good Lord, what are you doing? I'm sorry, but this is, this is, a, this is a topic that gets me. One fence walkers. Ooh. Woo. Fence walkers. They get me. I don't like them. I don't like them because there's nothing difficult about making a choice. Right? You want to have your cake and eat it too. No, ma'am. We don't get to do that. If I eat my cake, my cake gone. <laughs> Simple. Simple. Okay? Also, ambiguous people love to blame because they're not committed. When you don't, when you aren't committed, you don't take responsibility. When you don't take responsibility, you don't have buy-in. When you don't have buy-in, you don't look at failure as feedback. You blame other people and expect them to fix the problem. Then once the problem is fixed, you can carry on and go on and start doing all your awesome shit. No. If you have people who are not committed, you don't have a team. If you don't have a team, you don't win championships. If you have a bunch of people who are committed to their own individual goals, but not the team vision or the team mission or the team culture, it don't matter how good your players are. You will all be ball hogs and you will not win a single game. Okay. Todd and Barbara are going to be fighting over the ball because they're too committed to themselves and their own goals that they're going to block the team from winning. So you might be good at whatever you do, but if you are a team sister Fran or boyfriend or wherever, oh honey, no, you need to buy into the team environment more than you buy into your own commitment. When you are committed to the team, you are 10 times more committed to yourself because you see the team as part of yourself. You are not ambiguous. You are not walking the fence. You are committed. You have chosen a side. Right? It's almost like being a patriot of your team. <laughs> you were like all in. Right? You were going to war with your team. Right? Can you be an effective soldier if you're not really sure which side you're fighting for? No. Okay? You need to be a patriot of your team. You need to all have a rally cry. You need to all be marching forward in unison towards the same goals. Your ranks need to be organized. They need to be strong. Your chain it needs to be strong, right? That whole thing about you're, you're only as strong as your weakest link, true. If that link ain't committed to the chain, it breaks. And everything below it goes with it. All right. That's pretty much it, friends. <laughs> like I said, it's not a long, drawn-out topic. All it needs is somebody to unearth the truth and call out the fence-sitters and the gray area people who love to just lounge there with one toe over here and one toe over there. No. 
This is me telling you choose a side. Get in or get out. If you're in, be all in. If you're out, be all out. Do not be body dragged anywhere. All you're going to do is hurt the team. But again, if you're ambiguous, you don't care about the team. So I'm going to bring it I'm going to I'm going to make it about you for a second. If you have to be body dragged there, you will still get to the end result, but you will not bask in the glory and it will piss you off. Okay? If you ride the pine pony all the way to the championship, guess who doesn't get to go on the field and celebrate with everybody because they didn't do a damn thing, right? You get into that little huddle and you're like, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, let's go. Woo, we did it. They're going to look at you and be like, we? Who the flip is we? Brother, go sit down on that bench. You did nothing. You kept that bench warm for us, <laughs> right? So... If you have to be body dragged to the finish line, you're not going to be able to bask in the glory of what the finish line and crossing the finish line brings like everybody else who dragged your ass there. Okay? A lot of you might be thinking, wow, who, who pissed in her, in her coffee? First of all, I don't drink coffee. Okay? I don't, I don't drink coffee. So ain't nobody peed in it. But... This subject really fires me up. And I, I said that from the very beginning. I'll say it again. Okay? That's why it doesn't need to be long. It just needs to be said passionately and with... I can't even think of the word because I'm so fired up. <laughs> Discernment. There we go. Discernment. I had a brain fart. My brain fart was, was blocked by all this passion, I feel. You need to be committed. If you're not seeing personal results in your business, if you are not seeing the, the sales, if you're not seeing the drive, if you're not seeing all of these things that other people are doing, you need to look at your own commitment, okay? Don't ride the coattails of your team's commitment. You need to be just as committed to the team's culture as you are your own culture, which means, or excuse me, your own goals. Because if you're riding the coattails of your team's commitment, Again, you're being body dragged, sister friend, brother friend, okay? You need to be just as bought into your own goals and just as committed to your own goals. They need to match. They are parallel to one another. They ride along the same track. And you need to make sure they are paced together, your commitment is always matching your team, your commitment to the team. Your effort is always matching the team effort and you are going together. Now, if there comes a point in time where your personal commitment out or supersedes the team's commitment because the team is falling by the wayside, by all means, lap them and keep going. Okay? But... You never want them to be in competition with one another. They do not intersect. You don't have to choose. They're always parallel. Now, if one passes the other, fine. But you are making them so that they intersect and they're perpendicular to one another and you got to choose. You don't got to choose. Stop being ambiguous. Get out of the gray. Choose one side or the other. Get off the fence. Be committed. Thank you for letting me yell at you for 23 minutes and 7 seconds. Oh, I feel like we need to just recenter ourselves and come back down. 
Oh, that was a lot of passion for 23 minutes. But I'm telling you guys, it's so important. If you have made the efforts to build trust, to have constructive conflict, and you get to the commitment, you've already done all this work. Don't mess it up because you're not committed. Don't mess it up because you're selfish and care more about your own success than the team's success. Buy in right? Make it about the team. When you have a decision to make or you're making changes, bring the team in and let them have some buy-in because guess what? When you do that and you give people a chance to say their piece and you, you take away that artificial harmony and you create actual harmony because people feel heard and understood and part of the team, you get more commitment. No one wants to be told what to do. They want to make a decision together and move forward. Everybody's going to compromise. Not everyone's going to get everything they want. And they understand that. That's not the point. They want to be heard. They want to be understood. They want to have their voice in the mix. When they are, when that happens, they're so much more committed. When you are part of the choice, you are committed to the choice. Even if you're, even if the choice is not 100% what you wanted. So if you want your team to buy in more, make them a part of it more. Make it about the team. Stop making it about you. I told you I was going to calm down. <laughs> I'm going to calm down. And I'm going to... We're going we're gonna to end this podcast. Uh, podcast? We're going to end this podcast <laughs> on a calm note. Okay. I love you guys and I want the best for you and I don't want to see you getting mamsy pamsy, you know, passed around, you know, treated with kid gloves because that's just not the business world. It's just not. You you can't be permissive about everything. Not everything is okay. Not everything is understandable. Not everything is oh, no. Some things you need to look be looked at and be like knock it off. Now get to work. Okay? <laughs> Sometimes we need that. I know I do. Okay? Because again, that fear of conflict, no one telling me that I'm not doing my job or no one telling me and everyone just pretending like everything's great doesn't happen, right? It's like someone having spinach in their teeth and nobody tells the person, that's so awful. <laughs> that's like fear of conflict. Have it. Be like, girl, you got, you got spinach in your teeth. They're gonna be like, oh my God, I do. <gasps> Thank you for telling me. <laughs> right? We get so self-conscious and we make it about ourselves. Like, oh, if I say it, she's going to, oh, how's it going to make her think? No, you're not saying it because you don't want to say it. Not because you're afraid about how it will make her feel. She don't care about how it makes her feel. She wants the spinach out of her teeth. <laughs> right? So stop making it about you. That's the whole point. If you haven't gotten it yet, the whole point of this pyramid, the whole point of a team is not about you, right? When they say there's no I in team, as cheesy as it is, it's true. But we forget all the time, especially in business, especially in entrepreneurship, because it's a dog eat dog world, right? Isn't that what they say? But I'm telling you this, the teams that work better together succeed more together. So let's focus on that. So if you found some value from this, if you, if, if you, if you saw some value in the midst of me screaming and yelling at you, uh, I appreciate it. 
if you found some value in this, go ahead and screenshot what you're looking at right now. I always appreciate the free support. If you can get free content, as Jesse Lee Ward says, it's free 99. Uh, free content that helps you out. Please uh, think about uh, supporting me and supporting this podcast because it not only gets the word out and helps other people, but it also helps us keep it ad free. There I go again with us. <laughs> I look at us again, like, I, I'm committed, I'm committed, you on my team, girl, you on my team, boy, like, we're, we're all in this together, so we, it helps us, you're part of the, you're part of the decoded project now, whether you like it or not, you're part of the family, so we all gonna work together, okay, so I'm gonna put up the content, and you're gonna help spread the word, okay, so you're gonna take a screenshot of whatever you're looking at right now, you're gonna tag me at the CourtneyRogers.co, C-O, and you're also going to tell me what your biggest takeaway was. I love hearing you guys' feedback. I love hearing what you think about it. And as always, please leave um, a five-star review. Again, that helps us rank a little bit higher, serve a little bit more people, which is what we're what we <laughs> are all about here at the Decoded Project. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love hearing your feedback. Uh, every 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 uh thing that's reshared on instagram or facebook i always i always reshare it because i love i love showcasing what you guys think about this um so definitely go ahead and tag me i'd love to give you a follow back and chat with you a little bit too so thank you guys so much for listening i hope you're having a fantastic day or afternoon or morning whenever you're listening to this and i will catch you in the next episode